to you. Uh, welcome to the Vineyard. Uh, my name is Larry Eddings. I'm one of the teaching pastors here at the Vineyard. And what I would like to say to you on behalf of the Vineyard Church of Milan is welcome home. You're welcome here. We want tonight to be a place of refuge for you, security for you. And we're just going to cry out to the Lord with you, love on you. So uh, we're just so glad you showed up tonight. And I know the family does as well. Uh, just a, a couple of things. Back uh, to your left, uh, if you need a restroom, it's in the back hallway back there, the men and the women. Uh, so feel free. And we do have one down that hallway down there. So uh, welcome. And uh, come on, Mr. Terry, I'll just turn it over to you. Thank you, Larry. I've been thinking all afternoon what kind of words of encouragement I can bring. 21 years ago, I was Casey's pastor at Double Springs Church. And one of the darkest days of our life in that church hit that day. I've been gone 14 years, but I've always thought of Casey. This is all the encouragement we need. This turnout is positively outstanding. And we thank you for being here tonight so that we all can uh, share memories of Casey together. The one thing about Casey that I always fell in love with every time I saw her, she had the biggest grin. She would smile from ear to ear. And she was just a bundle of energy and joy and what a pleasure it was to have her in our lives. But we don't know. Just as the psalmist wrote in the 89th Psalm, he had a question for God. How long, O Lord? How long? It's been 21 years. We're still waiting. But we are hopeful. We're hopeful that the day will come when somebody will say, we found Casey. We're hopeful that we'll keep our life heart and our love alive in our own souls. Always looking for that day when we'll be united with her again. Because I'll tell you what, there's something about that green that makes everybody smile. Will you bow in prayer with me? Loving Lord, just as the psalmist prayed, how long after 21 years, we still pray the same thing. How long, Lord, Lord, until we find her? But we know that she's in your keeping, in your care. We know that there is love and hope still burning brightly in our lives that we will find Casey. And so even tonight, as we have gathered here in this community to remember one of our own, our prayer is that your spirit will grant us your comfort and your peace. And they will continue to search and search and search until Casey's brought home to us. Be with each and every person who's here tonight. May your love envelop each and every one. We ask it all in the blessed name of Christ our Lord. And for his name's sake we pray. Amen.
worship leader here in the vineyard, and on behalf of me and all of the members of the vineyard, we hope that this worship tonight would just touch your hearts, that it would give you peace that you've never known before. So if you would, just let this be a moment where you can soak in the peace of Jesus.
things that we say and release, the media can affect that prosecution if it comes to that at some point. Uh, that's why sometimes when people ask us a lot of questions, there's just certain things that we cannot tell people because it could affect the outcome of the investigation. Uh, but uh, Dennis Mitchell and uh, David Burton were the two guys that uh, I immediately asked to work on this case when I got promoted. And then uh, Jason Williams and Chris Vandauer, Kevin Whitney are back there now. They, we have spent tens of thousands of dollars and thousands of man hours over the years. All the resources we have with the TBI, the FBI, the marshals, uh, other outside agencies. And I made this promise. I told y'all about that. And before I leave, before I retire, or get fired, whatever happens to me when I'm no longer the chief here, uh, I want to be able to lay my head down at, at night when that time comes and say that I did everything humanly possible to try to find a case. And that's the promise I made to myself. And that's that's what the Mount Police Department's doing. And uh, I was told to kind of keep it short and be respectful, and I'm okay with that. This is not my best suit here, but uh, I just wanted Casey's family to know, the ones that are here, that, that that's where we're at. We don't always share everything, but there's a reason why we don't do that. Uh, we don't want to talk about we're going somewhere to look for her body and then people show up. We can't do that. You know, and, uh, It's not good business. It's not the way professional law enforcement agency works. But I do want Ms. Pam, Lucas, your guys to know that we're doing everything humanly possible.
So I was going back and forth on whether to do this or not. And they made two arrests in the Terry Brinsley case because of that podcast. Now he danced all around everything, all the evidence. He didn't get anywhere close, but he put the heat on. And people came forward. That's all I want to have. I don't claim to be smarter than PD. I'm not an armchair salute. But this medium is doing this all around the world. Get on iTunes and just scroll True Crime Podcast. It's not about sensationalism. It's not about gossip. You've got topics for that. That ain't me. But somebody knows something. And I think you guys have been terrorized long enough. Because maybe they're locked up on something else. Maybe they're walking around. But people are afraid. And anyway, that's just my thing. Last time I considered doing this, I started weighing it out. Like I said, I knew how to do it. I built this skill set over the past two years. And then I started feeling guilty for not doing it. I'm getting nothing out of this. But it's got us here.
21 years later, the community and supporters across the country remain baffled at the fact that Casey is still missing and that this case remains unsolved. Having been a part of assisting and working missing persons cases across the state, I have learned one very important fact. It is never too late for a miracle. Don't ever believe otherwise. It is never too late. Don't ever think it's impossible to see a conclusion and finality of this horrific story. The word impossible says all we need to know. I am possible. In 2011, the horror that this family and the community had lived for so long came creeping into my life. However, not to the extent that you guys have suffered. I began helping some very dear friends of mine with the search of their daughter and their sister who had been violently kidnapped from her home one early April morning. For three years, every day was a nightmare. What is plagued your mind and creeps into your dreams? Your days were filled with wonder. It was never even a question. You have to do what you have to do. So day in and day out, we strap our boots on, we hit the woods, scour the area day in and out to search with the hope that we would find our girl. We would see the rumors, the gossip, and horrific comments posted online. People saying, she's gone, she's not coming back, there's no point in all this searching, you name it. This family has seen it, we went through it too. We went through death threats, still get horrific messages every day. We went through constant slamming from folks across the world who never walked a day in our shoes, or boots, I guess you could say. It tears at your heart seeing these things, and it also becomes even more of a mission to find the answers not only the family needs, but the community and the country. <coughs> Our horror came to the forefront in 2014 when her earthly remains was discovered 10 miles from her home, an area that we had previously searched. Our prayer every day was to please bring her home, as she had been home all along. Through this horror, I have done some self-searching and found that the best way that I can honor her is to shed light and resources on others who are missing and put these resources to use. I've taken part in searches across the state of Tennessee, been invited to work with law enforcement and begged by families for a little help and a little hope. In doing this, I have discovered that there can't be anyone stronger on this earth than those who are living this adversity. A few weeks ago, I was at work when I heard a familiar name on the news and it caught my attention. A case that I had followed for years had become the focus of a podcast highlighting and looking into her case. I was so happy to see that someone was helping Casey. I downloaded every episode and became consumed. My mouth dropped on more than one occasion. I felt the urge to reach out and offer my support and was amazed to have been offered to join this remarkable movement. And I couldn't be more honored. Special thank you to 
Lucas, Brandon, and Pam. Thank you guys. One of the most difficult and challenging things we as human beings can do is to hold out blind hope. It gets hard on our hearts when that hope isn't reciprocated. But this is such an important factor to honor our missing. Faith means to wholeheartedly believe in something that we can't see, hear, or touch. I firmly have faith that Casey Lynn McDaniel's story will be told and answers that have been desperately needed for 21 years will be solved. Today, I want to ask all of you, Casey's friends, her family, and community to renew your faith in this beautiful girl. Allow your heart to believe that we are going to bring her home and find those responsible. Vow to be Casey's voice, speak for her, because hers has been temporarily silenced. Don't sit back and simply wait for someone else to do it. Don't let a stumble be the end of your journey. Within every single hardship we face, there is one thing that exists, possibility. Possibility for answered prayers and a successful outcome. This case is gaining remarkable momentum by the day. People are talking, and this is huge. There is one person in particular talking, and she wanted me to send this message. Amanda Berry was a teenager when she was kidnapped. She, along with two other girls, was held captive for 10 years before she was rescued. She asked to send this love, she asked to send her love to the family and read this statement. For 10 years, I was dead. For 10 years, no one ever expected me to come home. Through an act of God, my situation suddenly was brought to a halt. I was rescued. I am happy, healthy, and finally free. 21 years sounds like an eternity, but don't lose heart. So many days, I never thought I would be free. Statistics was against me. Casey still has a chance. It is my prayer that the family remains strong and continues this battle. Our community joins in and keeps this girl's face alive. And that God's will is seen through. Casey, if you are out there, I will always be pulling for you. If there is one thing I can say to those responsible for holding crucial information, it will be this. Speak up. Let it go. 21 years is a long time to carry such a heavy truth. And it can't be easy. Let go of any selfish pride and speak up. We are listening and beyond ready. You have the opportunity to end this nightmare right now. Please take a second and imagine the situation reversed with you walking in this family's shoes. You would be desperate for any shred of information. Someone knows something. No one can keep quiet for this many years. There are more who are not fearful of a coward who preys on the fear of those to keep them silent. To anyone who may know anything, you can anonymously let someone know. There are so many ways to submit tips without ever being recognized. If someone knows something and fears they will put themselves in danger by being quiet, there are more who will protect you than you think. And by the looks of it, quite a few people in this room. Be Casey's champion, don't let a coward continue to silence her voice. To the person responsible for this tragedy, we're coming. There are more people involved now than ever. Nobody is backing down. 21 years 
is a long time, and I'm sure you thought people would forget, but you're wrong. Um, before I left Decatur World today, I spoke with Karen Bogle on the phone, and she asked me to please let the family of Casey McDaniel let you all know that you are in her thoughts, her prayers, and she is behind you guys 100%. Thank you guys. Thank you guys for letting me be up here and speak. God bless you.
you know, when I wanted to know on August 17, 1996, where she was, and here we are now, and 21 years later, and we still don't know, but that doesn't mean that there's never going to be an end. We're going to find out what happened. We will. And, um, you know, I've come to... I've come to realize that, you know, my time with her on earth was probably over 21 years ago. But I know I'm going to see her again. And I know that she's living a much better um, reality than we are here. And, um, you know, she's, she's with the Lord. And, um, but, um, you know, she was just a really great person. And, um, you know, nobody deserves anything like this to happen to them. Um, but but we're not gonna we're not gonna sit down, we're not gonna be quiet. And your attendance here speaks volumes that, that y'all wanna know the answers to. And there's plenty of people that aren't here that wanted to be here and people that I mean, because of the podcast, there are people all over the country and maybe even outside of the country who has seen her face and has heard her name and is they want answers too, you know, and I think that's incredible. Um you know, I've been asked how I feel about the podcast by several people, and um, honestly, I think it's a good thing. I, I, I was leery at first because I had never heard of a podcast. I'm sure as many people here, um, and I like to consider myself as kind of techie, but I just didn't know what it was. And, um, you know, I was a little leery to get involved, and I'm glad I did. Um, Brandon, I think, has... Um, Casey's best interest at heart, and um, if nothing else, I mean, if it doesn't uncover one clue, if it doesn't do one thing, it has brought attention again that I think kind of has died down over the years, and that's what it's going to take because so many people maybe weren't from Milan or um, weren't even born yet for that matter, you know, and she can almost get that urban legend status where, you know, I remember hearing about that. I remember that girl. Did they ever find her? You know, that's what you get. And then people realize, you look familiar. Oh, now they're putting it all together because they think they remember what happened, but they never heard any closure. But that's that's why, because there hasn't been closure. But, um, you know, so I think that's a great thing. And I have no doubt... Um, that the police are working tirelessly. Um, they're following every lead they get. Um, I have dealt with a lot of law enforcement officers since I was 14 years old when this happened. Um, I was kind of in their face when they when this first started, and I'm sure I was that annoying kid that just kept knocking on, you know, Mr. Hartsfield's door after school because his office was within walking distance of the school. Um, but you know, I had been I've been talked to with respect and I've been talked to without respect and I just roll with the punches because I just want them to know that that it is appreciated that every effort that has ever been put into it you know I take it you know but not just me I mean I'm I'm not blood family but I'm as close as you can get without being blood family and I want them to know that I appreciate everything that they've done um, and I think the goal here is just for all of us to come together for this cause. We all want to find out where she is and what happened. And whatever medium it takes to get to that answer, I don't think can be a bad thing. 
you know, so as long as everybody is on the same page and working together and um, first and foremost just praying for her, praying for her family, I, I mean, we will get, get to what happened. Um, and also, Becky Lucas, this is, I mean, amazing. I've not seen a turnout like this since three months after she disappeared. Um, you know, we had a thing in November of 96, and um, it was just like this, and it was amazing. And we've had several candlelight vigils off and on throughout the years, and the attendance has really dwindled. Um, so it really warms my heart to see you all here, and I'm assuming everybody's here for the for the right reason and for the common cause to get to the bottom of it. Um, thank you to the Vineyard um, and all the members here. We just their their love is just amazing. Um, but I could just ramble on, but I'm not going to. But thank y'all again for everybody coming and being here. It just means so much. And if there's anyone now that would like to speak, you know, I'll be glad to bring you the mic or you can come up here. But you know, this there's just no, nothing you can't say that we wouldn't love to hear. Thanks.
sort of sent her on her way. And like Amber said, had I known, that was the last time I was going to see that girl. Um, but we're a family of love. We have, oh, we've got a big family. My daddy was an only child, um, but we're prolific. I think I remember daddy saying at one time, if they ask you if we're Catholic, say, hell no, we're passionate Protestants. So, um, <laughs> just saying, just saying. Um, but we're a family of love. Pam, you know, uh, Casey spent a lot of time with her cousins. And the cousins spent a lot of time at Casey's house, too. So I just want y'all to remember her as that 14-year-old girl with the bright eyes and the big smile.
who today we still come to remember. Those beautiful brown eyes, a heart full of life, a smile that's unforgettable. And today we wait with hope in our hearts that we will have closure and in case he will come home. Be with each and every one now. We ask in the name of Christ our Lord. Amen. Thank you. God bless you. You've been listening to the Left of Nashville Podcast Network. Mm-hmm.